Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the Donna and Steve show on my <coughs> oh <my coughs> Steve, do you even know how loud that is? No, you probably had your headphones up too high. <coughs> I've been told to bump up the mic, so just be aware of that, Steve. <clears throat> Wait, what are you way. suggesting, Dawn, that I don't, well, I don't know, lash out and Alexis random... comes through on this channel, and you're way hotter than her. Way, so. way louder. That's okay. It's all right. Just, I think it's good right here. Okay. Now. <clears throat> when are we on? How long is this break? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, we we're on? off to a good start, huh? Happy hump day. Oh, yeah, it's hump day. That's fun it's to say. Hump, it's fun. It's and great. And what did we learn yesterday on the show, ladies? That... Toby, who needs to go be okay. from This Is Us, is the voice of the hump day camel in the commercials for progressive insurance. Geico. Okay. No. <laughs> Boy, they really made an impression on us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what day is oh, it? Anyway, man. that's pretty fun. That's cool. Uh, Where do we start? I don't know. My dog ran away yesterday. Did you find your? I wrote. You wrote I this in the grid this morning. So I wrote panic. back to you. Did you find the dog? And then I didn't hear from you. And I just thought, well, I'll find out during the I show. I did. So I was out oh. in the yard. Like this dog is such a great, such a great dog. Like mm-hmm. he will yeah. just sit there and he just wants to be by me. Mm-hmm. He's not going to run away. I don't have a fence in my yard. He just sits there. Yeah. Hmm. Unless he sees or hears children. Uh, well, you have kids in your neighborhood. Oh, he wants to play. He... So cute. Or attack. Oh. No. I'm like, I couldn't figure out how to turn my sprinklers on, so I got the hose, and I because I just my lawn was just aerated. So I'm like, all right, I guess I'm doing this by hand. Mm. I was super crabby. <laughs> I'm out in the yard. The dog was there, and I'm just like, hmm, 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 spray, spray. Spray, spray, turn, spray, mm. stop for a second. No. I'm like, where's the dog? Where's Buddy? Buddy, oh, start no. calling him. Buddy, Buddy, can't find him. I go in the house. I'm like, did I let him back in the house? I, I don't think I did. I search every crevice of the house <laughs> that he could Ugh. possibly be in. Okay. No dog. Oh, no. I Now I'm panicked. Now, now this I, is not a good Donna Valentine space to be in. I, can, I wish you had a Razor scooter to just <laughs> right? go really fast. <laughs> so, Miss Donna's on her scooter again. <laughs> I start texting the neighbors. I'm like, can you please look in your yard in your garage to see if Buddy's there? Yeah, and yeah, I'm stressing mm. i get in my car i start driving i saw that there was an incoming call that uh from a number i didn't recognize i go back and listen to it it's um a neighbor who i never met she happened to be walking mm. with her child oh or children past my house and he followed them home oh my gosh he followed them home and she's like okay here's my address i'm like okay i'm on my way oh my god i'm freaking out because i don't know if he's like if he crossed a busy street oh you know because there's very busy street around the block from my house i'm just so panicked i feel like such a terrible dog owner so i pull up to their house the dog is soaking wet he jumped in 
their neighbor's lake. <laughs> oh, just, my God. He was just looking for a little adventure, and oh. apparently I couldn't provide that. And he also... Oh he also came, without <laughs> disclosing too much info, but he came from a family that had to give him up oh. for whatever reason that yeah. had four children. Oh, God. So whenever he sees, he sees children, yeah. he wants to be around them. Oh. And it just breaks my heart. And well, like, there's only one solution to this, Donna. Give him to a family. You, you have, have to, to adopt, adopt children. You have to adopt kids. Oh! <laughs> I have four of them. How many do you want? You're going to get rid of yours. I thought you were going to say you have to give your dog to Steve Patterson. No, 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 no. Do you think a dog is what we need in this uh, this this cocktail list that we have going over here? Um, I have a question. Okay. Um, I don't know if this is. I don't know how dog owners feel about this. Um, Your thoughts on invisible fences? I think I actually have an invisible fence uh, but in my yard, but it's on. not turned on. If he's not wearing the collar. Under normal conditions, honestly, mm. he never leaves my side. Mm. I didn't take him for a walk yesterday, and I think he was you just like getting antsy. Now, you could also, yeah. you know, put them just, you could just, if you don't have the invisible fence, or if you don't want to do that, couldn't you just do like the metal stake and then give them a long lead yep, leash and allow have, room to yep, roam? I do actually have that in the yard. Okay. I have a stake. Like that's going to have to happen. I yeah. guess. Everybody yeah. says, yeah, I can walk my dog without a leash until that there's a car, time, yeah. or, you know, then God forbid. Yeah. So oh, geez, there's, a, there's my confession for them. I'm really morning. sorry to hear about that. In this damn lawn, I mean, if I had a nickel for <laughs> every day that you came in and there was something about why well, I was mowing the lawn, and it's just always, and it's always because you live under the oppressive rule of your neighbor, Ted, who <laughs> has a good lawn and makes everybody else. And so Ted was in there smoking a Virginia Slim while Donna's out there hand turning like, like sprinkler nozzles and like, can I, where won't yeah. this work? Yeah, then he was just laughing because he probably turned him off. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's right. Yep. <laughs> Ted, do you want to watch any TV tonight? No, no, no. Oh, I'm watching man. a show out here. Yeah, I got it all fixed. Again. All right, now what do you have to say for yourself? Well, you might remember yesterday that I almost died of a medical episode on the air. Thank you both for the calls afterward to make sure I was okay. Oh, right. No problem. And I thought, well, look, you know, uh, I'm going to go and I'm going to get a, uh, a deep tissue massage. I'm going to get, I, and there might be some nerve things happening oh, here, which sure. are causing some things in my head and stuff like that. So I'm going to go. And you know, uh, longtime listeners of the show will know that I love a mall massage. I like to get a massage at the mall, and I prefer right out in the corridor. I don't like to go into their room if they have like a, a, a an office space or yeah. something. I don't like to do that. I want to do it at Eden Prairie Center right next to where they used to keep the calendars, right in the middle of it all. And then you just hear the ambient noise of the mall. You are so funny. It's great. What are you so, afraid is going to happen? No, no, no. I, I just feel more relaxed. <laughs> I don't know why. I've done them both. I've done them both plenty. Okay. But there's something about, and it's best when it's not planned. Like I went to the mall yesterday for a massage. It's best when you're walking through you've had an Auntie Anne's and then you're like you know what yeah I will get a massage right now that's when it's the best okay anywho they start going and they said is this good and I was like yeah this is good pressure and then this woman starts going a little more and I was like all right I'm gonna have to say something which starts now a three-minute internal conversation that I'm having with myself of what's the right (laughs) time for you to say and you have to say it through a mask and your head's buried in a pillow anyway when do I say could you go a little softer? So then I finally oh, muster up the I courage. Want to go to her. Minutes Me too. go by, Give and I said, hands. "Yeah, come on." I said, Deeper. "Can you go a little softer?" And then she said, "Oh, softer." I said, "Yeah, softer." And then she's speaking in a different language now to her cohort, and immediately speaks to him. 
Let's. I'll just make up the words. Blah 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 blah. And I was like, okay, that's about me being a weak man. So then later, she's doing a massage. She's doing a great job. She then does this thing where imagine if someone has their fingers outstretched, okay, and both hands are on your back, and now they're coming up your back with good pressure, okay? You can feel like the blood is releasing. You're starting to tingle. It's good. But then... Because I was a weak little wiener, she then took her fingers, spread fingers up into my neck, pulling up on my hair all the way to the top of my head. But it wasn't like a scalp massage. It was pulling every last hair. But guess what? I was so proud at the moment, having already tapped out, that I didn't say anything. And I sat there. And the whole time she's doing it, I'm thinking, you just have to deal with this. This is your punishment for saying that you couldn't take her full strength. Mm. She thinks you're a total wang now. And you just have to (laughs) deal with this. And so it hurt, guys. It hurt like someone was pulling my hair. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) This is awesome. Yesterday, I almost died of a medical episode live on the air. Mm, Listen to the podcast if you missed it yesterday. Don't bother. And then I go out to the mall and essentially uh, get physically assaulted. Are you going to be okay? I don't know. Okay. All right. We'll I mean, I, my shoulder feels better. My my like neck feels better. Oh, that's yeah. good. Oh god. Yeah, it was a good oh, massage that she gave me. Me too. My head. But oh. the hair thing, I just after, you know what? As I was there and I was having these internal conversations, I'll finish with this with my head in the pillow. I just thought, you know what, buddy? We're gonna do Swedish massages from now on. We're out of here. We're not doing the massage anymore. So after you asked her, just to be clear, after mm-hmm. you asked her to, I said, "Could you please go softer?" And then, and she, then, and then she said, "She said hair. softer." And then I was like, "I know you're so strong. Oh, you're so strong." And then I'm she talking. starts yanking your hair. And then hair. she starts essentially just pulling my hair. <laughs> Is this soft enough for you? Is that soft enough, pretty boy? Huh? Oh, Keep your head down. Oh my oh, god, that's so good. Oh. Anyway, oh, we gotta go. Fun. That's good stuff. Oh, this is a good one. We love words on this show. Things that make you go, huh? Coming up next. Uh, can you figure this out during the break? Every letter in the English language is silent in at least one word. We talk about silent letters. Every single letter in the alphabet is silent in at least one word, except for the letter. Huh. Can you figure it out? When we return, a premature, huh, from Donna. I like it. <laughs> Coming right back. Donna and Steve. Good morning. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment and this. Fun facts. You hit the button. Good job. Thank you. Have you figured this out? Before the break, I told you this. Every letter in the English language is silent in at least one word, except for one letter in the alphabet. D. Donna Valentine goes with the letter D, saying D cannot be silent in any English word. Now we turn to Don McLean. Q? Q. Hmm. Every letter in the English language is silent in at least one word, except for the letter... K. V. Oh, yeah. After I said Q, I was like, nope, not right. It's Hmm. never silent. Wow. V. V. V is for victory. Uh, V is for vino. Come on, every letter, it can be silent? Yes, because, think of it, it's it's all made up. Like pneumonia could have been yeah, in. They just said to put a P on no, it, Let's just throw a P there. To Get make a it P. Look yeah, really slap the P on it. Where do we want the P? Do we want to bury it in the middle of the word, <laughs> right, if we're not going to be saying it? Put it right at the front of the line. And then they wrote it. 
and we accepted it yeah. like sheep. You're right. It's time for us to rise up. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm not ready for that. Can I get right. some pre-warning? <laughs> nope. The moment is now. Can we rise up on, like, next Tuesday or something? <laughs> yeah, I'm with Dawn on Who that. Who do we even rise against? Merriam or Webster? Or yeah. What? I don't know. Thesaurus. Not a lot of people have thesauruses hey, anymore. Hey, those uh, rugrats to simmer down. <laughs> sorry. Oh, Quiet! Oh, my gosh, oh, dude. Yeah. That hurts. Oh, I'm sorry. I, th- I tried to do that off mic. Am I a lot louder in your ears today? Yes. Oh, Steve, we're getting hate mail because of you. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll have to read some of it aloud. All right. Can I win you both back? I know you're both upset right now. <laughs> Forever 21. Hey, ladies. <laughs> it was founded by a Korean couple in Los Angeles in 1984, selling clothing designs that were similar to ones that were popular in South Korea at the time. So when it burst onto the scene, Forever 21, it's almost like the K-pop revolution before K-pop. Oh, 36 yeah. years before at that. Hmm. We all currently have hemorrhoids. <laughs> what? They're just not inflamed. Oh, oh my God. God. But I guess everybody has... Every bud. But. Every butty has yep. a hemorrhoid, or at least one hemorrhoid. Even and a baby? Even a baby, I guess. Don. Ask your son. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bud, do you have hemorrhoids? Blink once if you have hemorrhoids. <laughs> You're not alone. Yeah, but you have a hemorrhoid right now. Okay, yep. good to know. <laughs> Just don't inflame it. I know how ours was caused. Right? What? <laughs> By this pain in the whoop, but How do you it. not, how do you inflame it? You. That's what we're saying. You make our hemorrhoids inflamed. <laughs> oh my God. You know, what is happening? I, have a, I have a divine gift to take almost anything and receive it as a compliment. Yeah. Wow, that was a tough divine to gift. <laughs> oh, what a journey. Oxford University in England is older than the Aztec society. How did you say that word? Which one? Older? I said order. Is there an L in them? I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. There is. It's silent. <laughs> There's also a V. No one ever says it. Oh, I said odor. You did. Like odor. Right. I had body odor a couple days ago. Very bad body odor the okay. whole day at work. The whole day. <laughs> Tons of uh, deodorant, tons of spray. It, it, it smelled so bad. You're it pretty was disgusting. So bad. <laughs> when you say it worked, do you mean at home? <laughs> no, you know what? I had to go do a story at this uh, this really cool spot called X Golf in Blaine. Very fun. It's going to be on Twin Cities Live on Friday. And it's this golf simulator. So I'm there. No one else is there. It's not like it's crowded. Like I'm there alone doing this shoot. And I quickly realize, and I wasn't even sweating, that I had noticeable body odor. Oh, no. 
So Oxford is older than the Aztec society. Oxford became a university in 1249. What? The Aztecs originated in 1325. No way. I know, right? I know, right? What do you think the most common... uh, Don't look. Don't look. Okay, not looking, not looking. What do you think the most common street name in the United States is? Main Street. Oh, very nice. Don? Um, I don't know. We'll put you down for Pearl. First Avenue. No, the most common street name in the United States is Second Street. And the theory is that a town will name its first street either First Street or Main Street. But they pretty much always go with Second Street. Oh, neat. After that. That was fun. That's, wow, I blew through them all, man. Oh, that's good, Steve. Those were real fun. Which one was the best? We had the silent letter, the Forever 21 fact, the hemorrhoids, Oxford. What was the letter again? V. Can never be silent. There's no silent V. It's not not silent in any English word. I liked the Oxford one. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go with the letter one. Oxford University is older hemorrhoids than was, Aztec. Hemorrhoids was pretty fun, too. Yeah, everybody, we all yeah. have them. Your reaction was, like, horrified, though. <laughs> Donna. <laughs> she oh thought, who? A lady God. of... It's because I'm sitting all the time. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, I don't want to do this uh, anymore. Okay, well, we do have <laughs> right. quite a bit of show left. We do have quite a bit of show in the next segment alone. I've got a follow-up on Dancing with the Stars and how people feel about Tyra Banks as the new host. Oh, are you going to turn this into a bash fest? No! You went pretty high there. (laughs) And uh, there's a biopic on a very popular music artist that has been confirmed. Dawn's going to tell us about that, too, coming up next. Okay. Welcome back. Donna and Steve. My Talk 107.1. Everything Entertainment. Yes! Woo! Don't believe what they say. You sound good, Donna. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> You're on a roll today, aren't hey, you? Hey, Donna, just come on. Where are you, buddy? Tyra Banks is with Dawn. I mean, Tyra Banks. She is? She agrees no, that she let sucks? Me, let me okay. take that back. <laughs> Fans of Dancing with Sorry. the Stars agree with Dawn. Tyra Banks is not a hit when she debuted as host of... Dancing with the Stars on Monday. We mm. gotta give her another chance, though. Yes, you know. Here's what one person wrote on social media. Maybe they, they maybe they're just they, angry. No, I think they are onto something. They okay. said the problem with Tyra as host is that you've replaced the heart of the show. Yes. Nothing against her, but it just sounds so off when you hear her voice instead of Tom Bergeron's mm. on a year. Where people mm. want comfort and want the familiar, this was not a good decision. Oh, that's that's a good very, that's point. A, that's a well thoughtful said yeah. critique. Yes, because <sighs> it isn't her fault. I just I feel like it's just you know you had Aaron Andrews and you had Tom, so there was a back and forth. So it kind of bothers me. I feel like she's all alone out on her island there, yeah. Sort of talking to in a beautiful dress, by the way, yeah, and beautiful costumes but you know it just feels empty and it feels enforced i feel forced is a good word too i see i i i wasn't that bothered but i'm not a huge fan of the show either i would say that some other critiques 
are I kind of what you were saying about her just making everything about herself. Mm-hmm. So bringing all the attention to her with the beautiful dress and the crazy hair and you know what I mean? Like she just is dying for us to look at her. That's all. Oh, boy. That's the life of That's, a model. I, well, she's gorgeous. I guess I, I can, I, you know, I didn't watch, so I feel like I can't offer a, a, a full critique. But I get I get what people are saying, though, in terms of the comfort that Tom Bergeron offered. And just, you know, that feels kind of like a comfort, like cozy blanket, right? Whenever you yeah. just hear the voice that you're used to and you see the person that you're used to. I understand it. But to be fair... Nobody likes change. Virtually no one likes change anytime, whether it is a net positive or uh, negative in the long run. Most people just bristle at the idea of change. So maybe by the end of the season, they'll feel a little bit differently. I mean, I felt badly for Tom Bergeron just because there didn't seem to be anything that he did did to uh, to be removed from the position. It felt like uh, ABC was making a change to make a change. So I I, I felt for him in that respect. Yeah, I do, too. But here here's the kicker. Yeah. It was the best there the ratings for a premiere for Dancing with the Stars oh. was the best ratings they've had in three years. Okay. Ah, see well. this is why they made the change. Their ratings were slowly slipping, maybe. Yep. Hmm. yep. Oh, and boy. people wanted to see how she would do. Sure, yeah. They wanted to see the train wreck that was Carol, Carol Baskin. Baskin. It's just uh, another thing. Like I feel like there's there are people who are really good at hosting live things or or shows. Like Nick Cannon is really good. Um, you know, y- y- you have like you mentioned Cat uh, Dealey yesterday, Steve. Yeah, she's great. They just that is their gig. They're a presenter, right. and so it's like that is their wheelhouse. They know when to come in. They know when to toss it back to the judges. They know the flow. And it's yeah. just like second nature to them. Just like right. if Donna and I were to walk into an afternoon talk show um, together, uh, a TV show, yeah. it would be clunky. <laughs> yes, it would be very clunky. Yeah. There'd be people talking in our ear and we'd be thrown off. It's mm. like watching Drew Barrymore oh, right now. Did She's, you watch her oh, show? I, did, I didn't watch it the, the day of, but I watched it yesterday. I did, and I just felt so... Oh my second hand embarrassment. Yes, it just feels very um there's so much energy and enthusiasm that it feels forced. Oh no. And and it was like, I don't know if I really want to be a part of this conversation with Lucy oh, Liu and Cameron Diaz. Oh, it's like no. They all kind of have that same rhythm, their little mm. friendship thing, but I don't feel included oh. in that segment. And it just felt like I mean, she needs to get her feet wet and just do it more and more, I think. Yeah. Sure. You know? Yeah. But yeah. it wasn't a great start. Oh, I hate oh, to say that because I, I do like her. You know, She's it's been it's cute. been very very difficult for for some of these talk shows to last. I think of uh, most recently Pickler and Ben. We've talked about this before. Yeah, Pickler Harry. And ben, uh, they went off after two seasons. Harry Connick Jr. off. Uh, Katie Couric lasted two seasons. Meredith Vieira lasted two seasons. And by the way, I think that the only reason the majority of those get a second season, and they will send out a press release midway through as an attempt to blow some false Hollywood wind into one's sails, and they mm. say, picked up for season two, when in reality, they have already signed a two-year contract. Uh. And so then it's just a timed press release to give them another run in the you know the, the trade magazines right. and things like that. But it's very difficult. And I, I mean, we had a lead-in of Katie Couric, who you 
thought she's going from the Today Show, CBS News, her, her having her own afternoon talk show, seemed like a great fit. Yeah. Didn't work. Meredith, Meredith Vieira, Vieira, a similar track, yep. didn't Gosh. work at all. Right. It's just, it's just tricky. Well, and I think Kelly Clarkson seems to be getting some traction that others haven't had, but I don't know. The only time will ultimately tell. Why do we need talk shows? Like, const- why do we need so many? So many. Like, yeah. I would think that someone would come up with an original idea for something to program, some kind of content that isn't the same thing. Yeah. I know. Don, I'm I sorry. know. It's I, okay. I'm, you don't deserve this. I know. Oh, she doesn't deserve it. <laughs> no, she shouldn't. I ju- it's just it. baffling. Like, it keeps failing. So, why do you keep trying to throw something else at the wall that's really the same and it takes a lot of effort too there's a lot of money that goes into these shows they have huge staffs i mean it's not like they're operating at like a local talk show they have massive staffs whenever a big studio gets behind you and then there's so much money so many people who are trying to push this rock up the hill and occasionally you might find success but more often than not that rock's going to roll right back down you know what would be fun to see in some of these time slots Mm -hmm. in which i'm not home anyway but how about some of the stuff like they do on comedy central like the soup or you know tosh.0 something like that a prank show. A prank show. Candid camera. Let's bring that back. That's fun. Right. What about just <laughs> like um, grocery shopping with celebrities? Just anything. Anything but a sit-down talk show. Like what's in your cabinet? I would rather watch <laughs> celebrities go, this is the corn that I bought this week. And uh-huh. I got, uh, you know, my uh, I bought uh, $500 worth of food. And, yeah, uh, or let's look inside your cabinet. refrigerator. Whatever. You know? Like, please, no more interview cribs. talk shows. Let's do cribs. Maybe. I would love to see inside people's houses. I think you guys like Home Edit then, that that new yeah. show, because that's you want to see what's inside people's closets. That's what that new Netflix show, Home Edit, is doing. They're going into celebrities' homes and then helping them to organize and get yep. structured. Yes, yeah, something maybe, like that. Yeah, maybe that would show us, too, like, look, their houses aren't clean. Their closets are a mess, man. How about lifestyles of the rich and famous? Let's bring back Robin Leach. Did he die? He died. You didn't seem very confident about that. Uh Efforting. Efforting. Hang on. Robin Leach. I don't think he died. Is he alive? No, he passed away a couple of years ago on August 24th. I'm so sorry. In Las Vegas. Mm. Yeah. It's very sad. Robin Leach. All right, let's not bring him back then. That would be awkward. Cribs, though. Do they still do Cribs on MTV? I don't know. I love that show. Yeah. And at the end, they're always like, get out of here. Go. Or maybe just like a songwriting thing or something. Yeah. Just something else. That's all. All the different kinds of macaroni and cheese out there with celebrities. I don't know. Oh, you know what? You know what's coming (gasps) up on uh... Mac and cheese celebs. Friday on Netflix debuts a uh, a barbecue, the America American Barbecue Challenge. I think is what it's called. There you go. It releases Friday. Um, Put, put that, that on, on at one p.m. Yeah. Listen, and we no one wants these shows to do better than right. we do at Twin Cities Live because we had Katie Kirk, we had Meredith Vieira, we had Pickler and Ben, and they all went up and smoke. So we would love for one of them to be a hit. I think Kelly Clarkson is doing good, though. I don't say this with any authority, though, because I don't look at the ratings. But I think she's doing well. 
I think I don't she's know. Too. I don't know either, Steve. <sighs> what we do know. What do we know? Is that the Madonna biopic has been confirmed? That's right. Universal's she, picked it up. Are you she excited? Like directing it and writing it. Yeah, she, she is. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a bad me. move. Uh, yeah. Uh, we have Diablo Cody who wrote Juno. She's mm. from. Uh, she spent time here. Mm-hmm. She's from the Twin Cities, and she's a fantastic writer. Um, so that's great. She has her on her side. Uh, Universal Pictures. It's under their wing. Um, now, Madonna says that she it's essential to share the roller coaster ride of my life with my voice and vision. Oh. I get it. I mean, who can direct an actress better than the person that they're portraying? But I think that's a dangerous territory. It, it is. It is messy to me. I, I feel like you have to have an outs. You have to allow another artist to create their art and then you just have to say i have to accept that this is something that was created it is about your life but if you're very much involved i think it's better to just hand over that vision to someone else okay yeah because i think there could be consultation at some point you're not going to show anything that might be a little messy because you don't want to look bad and so it becomes kind of boring i don't know i think madonna will though don't you think i don't know she seems to have, she talks with the accent now. She's put out some weird viral videos. I don't know. I don't know if she is in the space right now in her life where she has the best, the firmest grip, the most even-handed understanding of her journey at this point. It just feels like it might be a Madonna send-up, you know, of like, if you made a story about yourself, it's tough not to make it better than it really was. But look at Elton John and look at Rocket Man Queen. Was, was great, but I did not like Bohemian Rhapsody very much because it didn't show anything that was like the other guys in the band looked so completely angelic compared to Freddie Mercury. I just thought that was a lie because they okay. were so heavily involved. Okay. And a lot of people had that. A lot of critics had that complaint. Like, well, Queen's not going to let you say anything about as long as they're about here, Brian yeah. May because right. Brian May's so involved. I also didn't think they made Freddie Mercury look bad. Um, Yeah, they just put a lot of the blame on him for any of the problems, it okay. seemed like. And it's like, wait a minute. There's so much history behind this about what really happened. And we're not seeing that true story fair enough guys hey i've got a little breaking news okay the big 10 has announced that they are going to resume football activities the weekend of october 24th which means football which had been canceled oh is coming back college football your minnesota gophers um it's coming back do you watch a lot of college football I watch some of it. I, I, I don't follow it as, as tightly as I follow the NFL, but it's just a part of the fall. I was just talking with Ben Lieber about this last week, uh, former Vikings uh, linebacker and college football analyst, and he was talking about how his schedule was suddenly had come to a halt because normally he's doing play-by-play, mm-hmm. color commentary, um, but with the Big Ten having postponed, and they were the first big conference to do it, and then I think they thought every other conference would follow suit. And then every other conference was like, well, wait a minute, we're watching these other pro sports leagues and it feels like there's a way to get this done in a smart way. And now the Big Ten is saying, all right, we're coming back. Their previous plan had not been to potentially resume the season (laughs) until the spring. And now they're saying October 24th, Hmm. coming back. That's cool. Big Ten football. That's exciting. That is exciting. Okay. That means there could just be a gopher game this season after all. 
The what do they say here, real quick? The league is going to attempt to play eight games in eight weeks. Okay. All right. All right. That's fantastic. All right. I guess the pandemic's over. Huh? All right. <laughs> Back it's to over, normal, guys. everybody. All right. As you were Monday, normal activities, everyone. <laughs> I'll be in studio, Don. I'll be right okay. across from you. Excellent. Oh man. That'll never happen. That's not going to happen ever again, though. Uh, When we come back, though, you know what's going to happen. We're going to talk about some new workout gear. Hi. Welcome back. Bye. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. When this was happening, when when, when NSYNC was on the scene with Bye Bye Bye, Donna. Yeah. um, Like, did, did you enjoy it? Were you into it or was it just like uh teeny bopper stuff um teeny bopper stuff okay yeah, yeah. and that's how i feel like about k-pop right now <gasps> yeah you know it's like oh um yeah everybody's going crazy and i'm okay not being in the know oh man in sync though when they would show up on trl total request live with carson daly people jammed out in Times square down in the street those that couldn't get in the building and then i was always like i just wanted to see what they were all wearing and yes. see if i could go does Aeropostale, Aeropostale, <laughs> do they sell any equivalent in sync clothes? Oh, man. I bought a big silver cross chain at one no. point. Yes, I did. Oh, Frosted Lord. tips. No. Yeah, this is my, it's part of my story. Madonna wants to do her biopic. Mine would include an entire act on highlights. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you do it with the cap? Yeah, I went up you... to Bo Rick's salon in Natrona Heights, and mm-hmm. they would strap that cap on me, and I was like, ladies... Make a man out of me. And then they would just pull through one strand at a time. Oh, my God. Uh, I, like I can do that for you if you ever want to do it again. Yeah, I oh, can, you... too. Really? Oh, sure. Oh, sure. Oh, my gosh. I'll give you a perm, too, if you want. My favorite look was... Um... <laughs> oh, my gosh. And then it'll be like ramen noodles. It was kind of like Justin Timberlake. Yeah. Um, I, I would bleach my whole hair. And then when it would grow out, like oh, about God. a month after you bleached it, that was my favorite look. Because then you had like dark roots... And it was like a nature's way of giving you highlights, except not at all nature. <laughs> nature. It's like Guy Fieri. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, Guy Fieri's still doing that from 2000. I know. He He's still care. wearing acid wash jeans. He has sunglasses a on backwards. soul patch, a oh, visor. He ew. doesn't care, guys. He's loaded. That's true. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Something. Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. I will say this quickly about Guy. Uh, Donna, could you do the last name for me? Fier. He uh, was at Duluth <laughs> Grill a while back, and we spoke with the owner of Duluth Grill a couple weeks ago on Twin Cities Live, and he we said, what's Guy really like? What's going on here? And he said he just couldn't have been nicer. Just such a nice Nice guy. I've heard that That's about nice. him. That's great. That Flavor makes me Town, happy. man. Flavor Town. I don't like that. Flavor Town. Ew. Because is it? Why? It, be- Ew. Because yeah. it makes me think of something gross. Okay, Donna. <laughs> what? Gosh, that's she, a stretch. She, this I woman feel grew like. up backstage at a rock concert. <laughs> oh I mean, my that's, gosh! Think of everything she says is through that lens. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'd come on the bus for a few minutes. Whatever. Whatever. How long? When do I have to be out there announcing the next band? Oh, sure. I'll, Just I'll after try, this six pack. I'll sure. try some of your homemade whiskey. <laughs> it has happened. We don't have oh, a shoe? I've had somebody's home. What oh, band did I have somebody's homemade whiskey once? Oh no. 
Oh, oh my God. God. It was that is a disaster uh, waiting to happen. What's the band that plays the chainsaw? <laughs> chainsaw? Now we're at Ozfest. Yeah, go oh. on. <laughs> Just go on with your All story. All right. Uh, here's something that I saw. Chainsaw? What? Sorry. How am I supposed to proceed? Is it Guar? No. <laughs> Hang on. What band plays? Sorry, a, guys. I don't care. What uh, band plays a chainsaw? This is how all human jackal. Jackal. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. All right. Like, Dawn hey, wins the, this round. They're an American rock band formed in 1991. I yeah. just googled what band plays a chainsaw. Yeah, jackal. My I'm like, I've never had whiskey. They're like, ooh, we made this on the bus. Try this. <laughs> They're like, come here. And I'm, That's you know, I was moonshine. cute. Moonshine. Yeah. yeah. Moonshine. Homemade moonshine. Yeah. Th- th- believe me, it tastes like gasoline. So mm-hmm. gross. Just because you put bananas in it doesn't make it <laughs> taste good. It's still rubbing alcohol at the end of the yeah. day. Uh, Jackal's song was The Lumberjack, where they did the chainsaw as a Jeez. musical instrument. Wow. Trip down memory lane. Uh, oh, so this is something that I saw that it's just, I think, I, I think I know the temperament of you both enough, and I certainly know my own feelings about how I feel in mirrors. We won't like this. There's a new workout trend, skin-colored gear to make you look naked. It's the latest workout trend. No. You wear these skin-colored uh, things like bike shorts or leggings so that people do a double take because they think you're working out naked. There's That's a celebrity so stylist who says the trend is taking off because the skier, quote, draws attention to the wearer's body. Yeah, like, but why? All your cellulite <laughs> is yeah, just it's being just accentuated. Be, it just sounds like very lumpy. Yes, at it's, least from my yeah, lens. it certainly can be. Yeah, it's like, it's what a, is that? A lava lamp? No, it's a person. <laughs> then why? Why are those blobs moving up and down? Yeah. It seems like it's set to music. <laughs> can I just say this? If anyone's dealing with cellulite, let me just give you some grace here. I have a ten-month-old who has cellulite on his body right now. No, I'm not. Which means. Shame your child. No, but that it baby means, has cellulite. It's he. You're born with it, guys. Yeah. This he's done nothing. He uh, just he's little and just has the tiniest butt in the world, and there's cellulite on it. It just does it. Yeah, it's it's okay. Yeah, we're disappointed. I'm mad at parents. you for outing him. No, <laughs> no, no. He he should do better. I'm gonna tell him. <laughs> does he laugh out loud yet? Because those cute videos of him, like he'll just open his mouth and smile really big. In the yeah. last video I saw, and I'm like, that's so cute. Yeah, I, I need to get a laughing video. He does some good laughs. Very, Aww. very, very cute. He's in a, such a sweet little phase right now. Mm. Although he's a psychopath, he's running around. Um, my wife got these uh, the the childproofing stuff for the cupboards and everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Guys, next level. Oh, next really? level. I, I didn't even know how to get in them. I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> yeah. It requires you have to hold a little magnetic orb thing in your hand, Uh-oh. and then you run it over the door and find where the magnetic lock is on the inside, and it disengages it. This That's is our. We're neat. supposed to be mailing it in for our fourth kid, and she went NASA on us. It's very oh. difficult to enter our cabinets now. Well, that's good. Yes. Yes, queen. Hey, speaking of kids, <laughs> yes. I'm going to tell you what musical artist has just written a children's book, and it looks adorable. I'll tell you about it. Now. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. 
and take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.